David tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Driving home to Wheeling and your last caller is a jackhole. Of course there are pepperoni rolls in Wheeling. By the way, love the show. Dave. He tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. B.S. You can't get a pepperoni roll in Wheeling. Ever since Italian rest. This is bad language. Why do I always not read these prior to going to air with them? Every Italian restaurant, grocery, and convenience store sells them. That guy's a jack wagon. It was freaking made for coal miners. Okay, good. Glad we cleared that up. Joining me now to talk about the big story, not about pepperoni rolls, is Christopher Price from the Boston Sports Journal. This dude knows his stuff when it comes to the Pats. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time today. My pleasure. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Are the Patriots done? Does Tom Brady not have it anymore? What happened last night? <laughs> yeah, Is it, you know, it's 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 a little bit like a, when you hear the national guys talk about it. It's a little bit like a broken clock. You know, it's a right twice a day. I, I just it's you know you take away the two biggest options in the passing game in Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman, and you stick them with a third string right tackle going up against a good Dolphins defensive front. He's going to struggle in a place where he's always struggled over the course of his career. I think he's seven and nine now. Uh, for his career in Miami. So it wasn't a huge surprise. I will say this, that the thing that really stood out to me was the 0 for 11 on third down. That, yeah. that really was, you know, the last time they were that ineffective on third down, I think it was 1991, they took an 0 for on third down. So uh, that should tell you a little bit about, you know, where they are when they do not have Marcus Cannon or Rob Gronkowski in the lineup at least this year. But, no, he's not done. You know, this is, this is a team that just had a bad night. Uh, I, I fully expect this New England team to be able to, you know, go up and down the field with the Steelers uh, come Sunday afternoon. You heard it here first from Chris Price. The Patriots are done. You can follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at CPriceNFL. Uh, I do. You should if you want to know what's going on with the Patriots leading up to the game and afterwards if this is the precursor to the meeting in what would be maybe the AFC Championship game. Uh, Christopher, is the left is the part of me right tackle going to be coming back this week? Uh, that's a question that the Steelers fans uh, have been asking me today. Yeah, Marcus Cannon has been on the shelf the last, I believe, sort of three or four weeks now with an ankle injury that that really has, you know, continued to nag at him. He's been questionable in practice. He's been limited. They have been getting good work out of their number two right tackle, Lay Adrian Waddle, although he's nowhere near as good as Marcus Cannon. But, you know, if they can get even the slightest upgrade over there, I think they're going to be okay. At the very least, you know, you, you feel better if you have Waddle and then you stick Dwayne Allen in his hip pocket for, say, you know, 60 to 70% of the snaps over there. You feel better about where you are as opposed to Cam Fleming. Cam Fleming is a guy who is fundamentally overwhelmed at that right tackle position, at least at this stage of his career. He's a, you know, he's a backup swing tackle at best. Uh, probably maybe the 52nd or 53rd guy in the roster. So, uh, I guess the short answer to your question is it's looking, you know, Patriots fans really looking more optimistic that, that, that Cannon will be back in time for the Pittsburgh game, at the very least in the red winter. Yeah, that'll make Steelers fans happy. Chris Price joining me here on the Crowley Show. Again, check him out on Twitter, at CPriceNFL, for all your Patriots news this week. Uh, how about Brandon Cooks? What has he added to this offense? Because we've seen in the past the Patriots take the Steelers, dink and dunk down the field. Of course, last year in the AFC Championship game, they did whatever they wanted to. Cooks gives them that element where they can take downfield shots, doesn't he? Yeah, you know what he really reminds you? The guy who he really reminds me of, and, and you know, going back a decade or so, is uh, Dion Branch. His ability, you know, he, he's not so great in the short area, kind of, you know, the intermediate stuff. He, he's more of a deep threat. He's quick. 
uh, he's, which has really allowed him last night aside to do a good job when it comes to getting some separation from, from defensive backs. So he does bring a different element to this passing game. You know, Chris Hogan was able to do some of that last year. Bob Gronkowski is a guy who's able to, you know, get an awful lot of yards per catch, shown an ability to do that at least over the last couple of years. But Cooks is a guy who brings genuine, you know, really a genuine home run threat to this offense, something that we have not seen on a consistent basis here over the last couple of years. Brady's been hit, it seems, more so this year. At least the numbers indicate he's been sacked more than you'd typically expect from a Tom Brady uh football team is that just because of the uncertainty at the right tackle position or is there something more to that the left tackle isn't playing all that well either nate solder is a a veteran who has done relatively well over the course of his career here in new england but you know he's been up and down this season he struggled with some of the premier pass rushers and you know that's been a a cause of concern i I think you know reference Dwayne allen before Dwayne allen is a guy who's probably gotten more snaps as a blocker this year than maybe they expected to initially because of the uncertainty of the right tackle position then you know the the up and down performance of Solder over the left tackle spot really remarkably the interior of the line has held up pretty well Shaq Mason has come into his own although some people are mentioning him as a possible pro bowl candidate over at right guard David Andrews a little bit undersized at center he's been up and down Joe Tooney has had good days and bad days but as a group that interior has held up pretty well so i, I guess really the pressure you know, when you're talking about the Patriots facing the Patriots, it's come from the edges, and you know the, the uncertainty at the tackle position has led to you know Tom Brady getting hit more than the Patriots would like through the first 12, 13 games. Again, Christopher Price joining me here on the Crowley Show at C Price NFL. He's from the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, Christopher, the defense for the Patriots has been talked about ad nauseum around here. I think people are kind of clinging to what they saw early on in the season, and the numbers aren't great for this Patriots defense, aside from the number of points that they've given up. And then it all kind of resurfaced, I think, last night, whenever we all in Pittsburgh saw how Jay Cutler performed. They put up 27 points, and the hope in Pittsburgh, at least, is that the Steelers can outscore New England. What's up with the defense, and do you think that they've fixed the majority of those problems they had in the early season? Well, I think what we saw last night was a team that, for the first time in probably almost two months, had to play from behind. The Patriots led uh, going all the way back, or put it this way, they hadn't trailed in a game going all the way back to the game against the Chargers in late October uh, until last night. And so the idea of playing good complementary football kind of went out the window a little bit uh, for, for this team. And, you know, it extended the defense, the offense, special teams, all three phases of the game. They, they, you know, they, they really fell down. They had issues. I think that when you look at the Patriots, and if you're able to hang around, whether it's turnovers, whether it's you know whatever the case may be, field position, uh, you can run on them if you have a, a, a standout uh, running game. And, and I think that when you look at the, the Steelers, you look at Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, Bell would play a huge role in this game, regardless. But I think when you look at some of the performances against teams over the last year plus that have played them well, that have hung in there, that have managed to you know, get some key stops, get some takeaways, match the Patriots score for score. We've seen some really good performances from opposing running backs against this team, and I think that's one of the things that kind of shook them a little bit last night. Kenyon Drake was able to be a really true multidimensional threat against them, both in the passing game and the running game. That's really going to be key for Pittsburgh this week. They can hang in, 
They can, you know, stay within a score to take a little bit of a lead and then run the ball in the second half. That's going to really go a long way toward upending the Patriots. There's always this mystique with Bill Belichick, and you always hear he can take away the other team's best option. And if you're thinking about that Steelers offense, do you think that they try to take away Le'Veon Bell? Is that the guy that they go all out to stop? Or is it Antonio Brown who's looking like he could be an MVP-type candidate this year? I think it's Bell. I just remember last year before the um, before one of the games that they played the, the, the last year, the year, last year plus of when the Patriots played the Steelers, um, we asked about Bell, and the first three words out of Bill's mouth were "Oh my God!" And so I think that tells you all you need to know about the priorities going into this one. That's not to say that you know they're they're, they're going to dismiss Brown, but I think Bell is the number one priority coming into this game for them. I think that there's going to be multiple guys that are going to try and throw at Brown. Look, Brown is going to get his numbers, no matter who you put opposite him. But I think the focus for them, partly because some of the reasons I discussed before, it really the focus, the defensive focus, is going to be on trying to slow Le'Veon Bell in this one. Again, you, know, you, you, you almost say that, look, Brown is going to get his numbers. He's going to get his totals regardless of whoever is out there. But if they can slow down Le'Veon Bell, that's going to go a long way for the Patriots toward making this one a win. Who you got in this one, Chris? Look, I, I fall back on history with this. In, in, uh, unless the Steelers find a way to defend Tom Brady differently than they have over the majority of the last dozen or so years, I think Brady's numbers are going to be just a little bit better than Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I think New England's going to win this thing. I don't know a score yet, but basically the bottom line is the way these two offenses are moving up and down the field, I'm going to take the over in this one. I'm going to take <laughs> New England back, let's say, two or three. Yeah, no doubt about the over there, my friend. I really appreciate the time, as always, and I'm right on it with you. Until the Steelers beat New England, I can't pick the Steelers to beat New England. Thank you so much. Take care. We'll talk to you, my friend. Yes, sir. There he goes. That is Christopher Price from the Boston Sports Journal. C. Price NFL on Twitter. Hopefully, the price is not right. He's really good. Check him out on Twitter, though, C. Price NFL, because he will give you all of the information you need to know going into this matchup coming up on Sunday. Ben Valin, another guy to follow from the Boston side of things. I'm sorry, I'm burping so much here because of the damn pepperoni roll. I've got such indigestion, dude. I'm not even going to throw up on the microphone. It was good, but I'm not used to I'm not used to the things it's doing to me right now. Ben Valin. Chris Price, check those guys out. They do a kick-ass job, and if you want to know what's going on with New England, that's where you go. Up next, Will Graves from the Associated Press. I might have it coming out of both ends by the end of the show. It is the Crowley Show. I'm a man!